Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. Today's Spotlight interview is with Jackie Freiberg, best-selling author and speaker. The Spotlight focuses on highlighting stars, greats, and game changers. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific. So please, set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. And we just passed 2 million downloads on both of my weekly talk shows, so thanks a million. Actually, thanks 2 million. And check out the commercial coming later in this show. And more breaking news. I'm on television now with the Tony D'Urso TV show and Emmy-winning director Rich Tomeo joins me on the cast. We broadcast to over 100 million screens. Yeah, very exciting. You'll see the TV shows on my mobile app at TonyDurso.com slash mobile. And it's on YouTube. It's all over the place. Download that now and you'll hear my other weekly talk shows. That's TonyDurso.com slash mobile. All right. Today we set the stage for the spotlight to chat with Jackie Freiberg best-selling author and speaker. With over 850,000 copies sold worldwide, Jackie's an international best-selling author. Her insights help ambitious leaders accelerate innovation and stand out in a sea of sameness by building companies that are hungry for change. Love it. And her newest book, Bochi Ball, The Chemistry of Winning and Losing in Baseball, Business, and Life, unpacks the career success and gutsy leadership behind the San Francisco Giants manager, Bruce Bochy, a three-time World Series champion. Bochy Ball's also, it's a playbook for coaches, athletes, sports fanatics, business leaders, and everyone listening to the spotlight with Tony D'Urso, who wants strategies for building team chemistry and performing like champions. Hey, why not study champions to learn how to be champions? All right, let's find out more about this. Here we go. Welcome to the Spotlight, Jackie. Thanks for having me, Tony. Oh, my great honor and pleasure, Jackie. You know, you are an inspiration to entrepreneurs and business people the world over. I have a very successful entrepreneur podcast. You are the type of person with your husband as well that we look up to. You're an inspiration. You motivate us. And I'd love to know the story behind that. How did you become this revolutionary that you are today? Tony, thank you for that. I'd love to, you know, tell you my whole life story, but I don't think we have time for that. But I do want to start by thanking the entrepreneurs that are a part of your listening audience. It's the entrepreneurs that truly do bring that diehard work ethic to our country. And it's because of them that, you know, we have the opportunities that we have. So we are among the entrepreneurs. Kevin and I have been entrepreneurs for 30 years together. We have our own small boutique consulting and speaking firm, and um, we have dedicated our careers to meeting 
paying attention to, getting to know, spending time with some of the most iconic leaders in the world. And once we get to know a leader who we think has a terrific story, we then ask them if we can roll up our sleeves, spend time in their organizations, get to know what makes them tick, why they're so gutsy, why they achieve the success that they do. And then we tend to write about them, speak about them and tell cool stories about them. So those stories can, in essence, become benchmarks to entrepreneurs all over the world. I absolutely love it. And you know, I've interviewed hundreds of elite entrepreneurs and very successful people. And in the past three years, I've only interviewed one other team, husband and wife. So there are not enough of them. There are not enough of you in the entrepreneur space. And I'd love to know, how did that come about that you are now this incredible dynamic duo team, not to be so corny about that, but how did that all happen? Well, we both met with similar passions, and our passions were around leadership and organizational culture. So when we were, you know, just we were both in graduate school and I was coordinating a panel on corporate culture and someone said, Hey, Jackie, you should connect with this guy, Kevin Freiberg, because he knows a lot about that. I asked him to be a panelist for my, you know, panel on corporate culture. And from that point on, we realized we not only had, you know, leadership, culture and business passions, but we are both, you know, we're both people who love to get an adrenaline rush. So we love to play hard. We love to work hard. And we've kind of dedicated our our family life and our professional life to doing those things together. I'm very impressed at that. And again, hats off to you. You've been together not only 30 years, which, by the way, I'm catching up on you. (laughs) I'm 25, but you do this so well. I've listened to a number of talks. You have so many out there and so many great speeches, so full of great advice for entrepreneurs and business people. Let's just kind of take it away. Perhaps maybe we could start by you. You have your new book out, Bochy Ball where you study a champion. And I'd love to know about why you do this and what are the lessons that you've learned from that? Let's probably take that there, huh? Yeah, that's a great way to start. Um, I'll tell you, we have, like I said, for 30 years, um, we are drawn to uh, gutsy leaders. And our very first leader that caught our attention was Herb Kelleher, you know, one of the founders and um, the chairman emeritus of Southwest Airlines. And he's an iconic name. And, you know, both Kevin and I had the blessing, good fortune to write doctoral dissertations on Southwest Airlines. Before Southwest Airlines became so popular, we wrote these dissertations and the dissertations are three inches thick. No one really wants to read a dissertation. And we went to Southwest and said, could we make this a business book? And the journey began. We started working hand in hand with Southwest. They gave us full access. We interviewed people for a year. We spent a full day with Herb Kelleher and Colleen Barrett, the two iconic leaders who founded that company. We spent a full day a month with them. And then we spent another year writing the book to celebrate their 25th anniversary and really document what they had created. 
that gave us an incredible benchmark, Tony. When you study the likes of uh, an organization like Southwest Airlines that is recognized for innovation, that is recognized for a service culture, that is a magnet for great talent, that has incredible leadership kind of guiding, inspiring, informing, and transforming the business and the industry, we were pretty careful about who we then wrote about after that. That became our international bestseller gave us incredible stories to tell. And then we, from that point on, started looking around and being very um, calculated about the kinds of businesses and leaders that we then wrote about. The businesses and leaders that we've written about over the last 30 years are recognized as best places where the best people can do their best work. And here's the caveat to make their corner of the world better. They don't have to be globally transforming something, but look, these days what we know more than anything is if you are in business and making a profit, bravo, kudos, badge of honor, but that's not enough. You have to be in business making a profit to stay in business, but in addition to that, you have to be making your corner of the world a little bit better. You have to have purpose or mission attached to what you do, and people will want to work for you over over the long haul and your customers and your clients and your communities are going to want to continue to do business with you and they will be the very best brand advocates that you've got out there. I just love it, Jackie. And you know, again, as an entrepreneur and I've interviewed so many successful business people, I just love how you connected. It's not just the money because unfortunately we've seen that too much and I believe They don't last that long, but that's my opinion, not necessarily fact. But I do see greater success where purpose and a a goal to help and do something good for society, an area, a niche or niche, however people want to pronounce it. I see much more success there when there's a purpose attached to it. And you and your husband recognize that, which, again, is another layer of uh, dimension and a testimony to your success. Because I think that is real key. In other words, if you got a great purpose and you're helping people and you're making some profits where you're not going under, I think you can't help but be successful just, you know, in starting out. That's so true. I mean, I think oftentimes businesses are, they think they've got to be somewhat conservative in the way that they share their story on giving back. And, you know, I, you can't, you can't be any longer. What, what potential employees want to know is, am I going to work to do a job or am I going to work to do a job? And in the process of doing that job, am I doing something to enhance humanity? Am I doing something to enhance the community? Am I doing something to enhance, you know, the, the industry that we're in or make a difference in someone's life? And when we as entrepreneurs and business owners and leaders can help our employees connect the dot between the day-to-day what and also we have to equip them with how they do the what, right? So we have to train them. Here's how you can possibly potentially do it. Here's some goals and some guidelines about getting the job done. But the really big nugget here is then you have to connect the what and the how to why they are doing it, the value that they are adding, the impact, the 
thumbprint that they're having in their corner of the world. That's when people are willing to go the extra mile, to stay an hour later, to come in on the weekend, to give it whatever they've got, to, to learn a little bit more, because they can put their head on their pillow and know that, wow, I didn't just do a day's work. I did a day's work and contributed to a life's calling. I love it, Jackie. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm very impressed at all of this so far. And I'd love to know, as I'm sure a lot of our audience, what can a business leader learn from studying a three-time World Series champion such as Bruce Bochy, manager of the San Francisco Giants? Great question. I just want to lay the foundation and let people know if you're not a baseball fan, if you're not a baseball aficionado, if you just don't even like baseball at all, it really doesn't matter. One of the things that we have learned is there are tremendous crossovers between um, athletic success and building a winning team in athletics, just like there are in building a winning team in business in going back to why and, you know, what can we learn from Boach and, you know, why did we write about him? We started with Herb Kelleher. He became a benchmark. We went international and, and met with and spent incredible time with Rattan Tata, who's the, the third generation patriarch of the Tata conglomerate. Um, then, you know, we've, we've interviewed, we've gotten to know, we've worked close with countless leaders in this country. Jimmy Belanchard at Sonovus Financial, Mehran Asadi at National Life, Roy Spence at GSDNM, um, countless leaders. And one of the things that we realized over a 22-year friendship with Bruce Bochy, the manager of a baseball team, is we thought, you know, we've been studying these business leaders for, you know, 25 years now. Bruce Bochy, as the manager of a baseball team, is as good and can be as iconic as some of these business leaders. And he's taken the San Francisco Giants to the 2010 World Series, to the 2012 World Series, and then to the 2014 World Series. In five years, he took them three times. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, the chat continues with Jackie Freiberg, best-selling author and speaker. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hi, Tony here with a quick word about getting you discovered. Do you want a lot of people checking out your sales page, your branding page, your podcast? Like many people, are you just trying to do it all yourself? Or maybe get by with a virtual assistant or two? Are you taking webinars, seminars, and workshops to learn how to grow your social media and how to bring visitors to your site? Or are you downloading free ebooks, buying books, buying classes, doing this and that just to learn how to get more sales, more people, more exposure? We all do. And it isn't all that it's cracked up to be for some, is it? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It takes a lot of training. I've written books on this and I'm helping others get a lot of visitors to their web pages and podcasts. And I mean thousands and thousands every month. Check it out. Go to TonyDierso.com slash grow. That's Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash G-R-O-W. 
tonydierso.com slash grow and get discovered. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight. Today's show is with Jackie Freiberg, best selling author and speaker. Jackie says, I've been deeply influenced by some of the most admired leaders in the world in getting to know leaders like Ratan Tata, Herb Keller, Colleen Barrett, Robert Redford, and Jim Goodnight. I've noticed they have something in common. They're all incredibly confident people, but they show no signs of ego. If anything, they're far more self-effacing and interested in others than they are braggadocious and egotistical. I find that impressive and refreshing. End quote. All right. And now back to the chat with Jackie. And look, it's not just Boach. He's had an incredible gifted lineup of players, but he's also been remarkable at creating what we call team chemistry, creating a culture in the clubhouse. And so that's why we chose to take a different take on writing about teams and leadership and culture and engagement and giving back through a baseball team. There's lots to learn from what Boatsy has done and what the San Francisco Giants have created. That's very impressive, Jackie. Very impressive indeed at how you went into sports. Yes, they're entrepreneurs. They're businessmen. They follow the same rules and laws. As a matter of fact, I believe you've isolated a number of elements of chemistry, as you call it, and you talk about how leaders can actually use these elements. Could you tell us about that? 
Sure. Um, what we've done is we've talked about the fact that, you know, creating a championship culture is true to any business, whether you're small, medium, large, mom and pop, government. And a culture is thousands of little things that you do as the leader and the managers. And then through those thousands of little things, you create a work environment that draws people in and wants to perform at their very best. So you create the kind of environment that either either builds a really intentional, purposeful, healthy culture, or let me just tell you, there are some people who don't pay any attention to that at all, and they kind of run their business on the whim of an emotion, on the whim of a day, on the whim of we got a deal, we didn't get a deal, and then their culture becomes accidental. And people walk in one day, and they look around, and they say, holy crap, how did we get this way? And you get that way because you're not focused and intentional about creating the kind of environment where people want to work and choose to stay, where people want to stay, want to strive to their ultimate performance levels, and then want to say really good things to continue to grow the brand. So one of the the elements is is building a, a championship culture. Another one is fit. And that means you have to target strategically and intentionally people who fit your culture and will help you further the kind of culture that you want to lock and load on versus just hiring a warm body or another worst case scenario is keeping people in a place when those people have become what we call dead people working. They physically show up but they mentally, intellectually, spiritually, psychologically are checked out. So you have to make sure that the people that you've hired and that you're keeping are the right people. And sometimes that's a tough call. Sometimes you have to do without. Sometimes people have to have to stretch. Sometimes people have to work over or work double because you haven't quite you know, found the fit. But the companies that we've written about over the last 30 years have been very intentional about who they allow to come into their culture. It's almost like choosing a lifetime partner. Absolutely Um, amazing. Yes. Do you have more? That's I'm just soaking this all up. More, more, please feed me. (laughs) That's just true. I didn't want to over talk here. Uh, And then, you know, another one is, is really about having as the entrepreneur, as the leader, as the owner, as, you know, a manager within any size business, you have to have great expectations for your people. Sometimes we think that if we bring someone into our business and they're doing the job and they're doing an adequate job or maybe even they're doing a good job. You know what? That's not enough anymore. Everybody, everybody who is a champion performer is going to want to get some leadership from you. What am I doing well? I want some real-time coaching and feedback. And then I want to have ongoing connection with my colleagues. You've got to find some opportunities internally to create We like to say you have to prioritize not just the work, but you have to prioritize the socialize. So give people opportunities to connect with each other. And when they're building relationships with those people that they work with, they're more inclined to want to rise to the occasion, support each other, cover each other's blind side, because they're they're not just colleagues, 
but they're connected friends. So that would be another one. Have expectations, lead people, coach people, find ways to socialize and connect. Another one is, you know, just the kind of spirit that you create, the culture that you're creating. Is it a culture of arrogance? Is it a culture of like drive, just, you know, perform? Or is it a culture where, and and that's important, I get that. But are you also creating a, a culture where people are more interested in service over self-interest? Is it all about me and my promotion and my climb up that ladder? Or is it about, you know, service, service to the organization, service to the community, service to each other, service to the clients? In serving, we oftentimes will allow ourselves to put our best foot forward and achieve the kind of promotion versus just striving for that and having all kinds of dead bodies along the way. (laughs) But, you know, those are just a few, you know, some of it is, you know, you've got to build into people the kind of cultural expectations that you want to be alive and well in your business. Um, you know, one of the other things is, are people in your business, are they hungry to learn? Are they lifelong learners? Are you creating an environment where they can be on the tipping point of knowledge and learn new things and bring new things? Because when we look at engagement statistics, how many people are, you know, engaged in the United States in coming to work? That means they want, they want to perform at their best. They want to stay there and they want to say good things about the company. Those are people who want to know that at the end of the day, their contributions made a difference and added value. And oftentimes we give people those freedoms and those opportunities when we allow them to engage in professional development, to stretch and to grow and to become better. You know, there are count, there are a few others, and I want to pause there and give you a chance to just, you know, respond or ask me questions because I don't want to, you know, overdo the time. And oh, people go, okay, enough, driver. <laughs> oh, you're wonderful, Jackie. No, I'm just eating it up. And, you know, my attention goes to some of these points, and it's just so accurate in how you've spotted some of these points. For example, dead people working. I have seen this for so long. It's almost funny, yet, there are people that just want to punch in, punch out, or don't even do any work if at all possible. And that's a whole nother story. I mean, I know I know people right. that'll go and work several jobs the same day. They punch in, they go back in their car, they go somewhere else, they punch in, and I don't know how they get away with it, but there's people that do that. And it's like their whole life seems to be, for those people, just to make income. But I don't think it lasts because you can't sustain anything. Sooner or later, you get found and then big trouble comes up. But then you also see it in the people just watching the clocks and so forth. And there's, without, you know, getting the cause and alarm of people being micromanaged, there are very simple ways to detect people that really don't care about your company. They just want that paycheck. Well, that's that's not going to make your company grow. And it's things like that, that I think really bring a business down. Just very simple things. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Tony. And unfortunately, you know, it's it's those people who are we if they're dead people working and they're that way because they have literally chosen to just go in and do the bare minimum and punch the clock and get the heck out of Dodge. Those are what we call, you know, the the actively disengaged people. And most of the time you cannot do 
anything, anything at all to change their perspective. So those are the people that it's really in your best interest as an entrepreneur and business owner to invite them to choose something else and then to look intentionally about hiring someone who is more inclined to want to go the extra mile and want to contribute and make a difference in your business. You should not allow those people to be there because they actually create a cancer that will then draw the people who are, you know, people who are engaged are engaged. But there's, we also have a group of people in organizations today who are not engaged. And that doesn't mean they're actively disengaged. That does not mean that they are, you know, they are punching the clock. It means something's missing. And typically, the most significant factor influencing someone being not engaged is their relationship with their immediate supervisor. So as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you want to take a look at your middle management group. Are they actually living the values? Are they bringing the culture to life and furthering the culture? Are they building it or are they blocking it? And if you've got people who are managing people or supervising people and they're a stopgap, you got to figure that out because that's where you lose some of your most high-performing people. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from Jackie Freiberg, best-selling author and speaker. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey guys, Tony D'Urso here, and I have to say thank you. Thanks a million. A million downloads, that is. Go to TonyDurso.com slash TV and read all about the exciting next adventure we have in store for you. That's TonyDurso.com slash TV. And once again, thanks a million. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influence celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health wealth beauty lifestyle business the love of giving and the love of living a model life tune in every tuesday at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on the voice america influencers channel the future of online tv is here view exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else visit voiceamerica.tv today the stories be motivated be inspired join us today voice america influencers you're 
listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with Jackie Freiberg, best-selling author and speaker. Jackie likes to make a difference and says her messages are designed for successful executives, entrepreneurs, and managers who want to become better leaders, build best places to work, grow globally recognized brands, and achieve really cool things. I like that. All right, back to the chat with Jackie. So true, Jackie. And may I say to all the business owners out there, all the corporate executives, all the managers, you have to do what Jackie just said really fast before you're out of business. I'm going to tell you a quick story because you made me think of a couple. Once upon a time, my wife and I, we were in a very nice area. We lived in a nice area. Well, we live in a nice area now. I don't even know where that's going. But there was this coffee shop and it wasn't Starbucks. And the line was always to the door. It was always a huge line and it was amazing. And we went there for years. It was right down the street. And then one day... They got a new manager, someone with a degree from college. He changed these successful actions. He changed this and he changed that. And the daily customers dwindled so fast and so quick that this person, this manager, wound up buying these monitors to display all over his shop, pumping in commercials, trying to bring in advertising revenue to keep the place alive. And within I want to say four months, but let's say within six months, the place was gone and out of business, yet they were thriving and booming for years before that. So that was a person put in as a manager who knew better and just changed all the successful actions. So that's got to be part of it. And you got to act fast. And I have have more stories like that. You have to act fast, everyone out there, when you do have somebody in charge before your business is gone. Well, you know, Tony, I think that's a really valid point. And I think sometimes as, you know, business owners or as leaders or as entrepreneurs and, you know, whatever category we're operating and doing business, you know, sometimes we go, oh, you know, that it, that that's a pinch in our system, but it's not, you know, it's not like the floodgates haven't opened. But you know what, that pinch, we have a story that we love to tell about our dog. We had a dog and his name was Diesel and he was an old English bulldog. And, um, you know, Diesel was, laying on his big fluffy you know pillow and he was moaning and I went into Kevin's office and I said Kevin why is Diesel moaning and Kevin looked over at him and he said you know I don't know maybe he's laying on a nail because we're doing some construction and I said laying on a nail well gosh why doesn't he move and Kevin looked at me and he said well Jackie it probably doesn't hurt bad enough and in that the message for entrepreneurs, you might be leaning on a nail that's a little bit of a pain point or a little bit of pressure, but don't let it get so bad that it ultimately breaks skin and then bleed because that's the last thing any really good and gutsy entrepreneur or business leader should do. You've got to call that out and that will be an incredible example to the rest of your organization showing the people that are the championship performers that are going all out that are not just punching the clock that you're serious about this it's a new day it's a new dawn i've never met a leader in any of the work that we've done over 30 plus years now who said 
geez, I should have waited a little bit longer to let them go. You know what I get? You know what? I should have done that when my gut told me to do it. So true, so true. You know, one other quick story just along that point. There is a hamburger joint which was had the best write-ups in our area, just absolutely best, just the best food. We went there again for years. It was just really a cut above anything ever. And this went on for years, and they were written up. They were like, voted best this, voted best that. And then one day they got in a new chef, and he started changing stuff, buying this, buying that, and the food never tasted the same. And again, they went from packed houses to, you know, now that I think about it, less than six months, they were out of business. And this was a place yeah. in business before. So again, I got to say to you managers, you have to be on it because you've built your business with your blood, sweat, and tears. And you know what it's like. And you've got to watch someone to make sure that they carry that torch. I think that's a key thing. And I'm not trying to just focus on one point. You've got all these great points and you've been doing this for longer than I have. But I just have to say, you've really got to be on this. And you you got to check out these books by Jackie Freiberg and her husband, Kevin. They're amazing stuff. Lessons learned from studying great people, champions. You want to be a champion? You got to read these books. You think your company is a champion? You're getting write-ups? You're, you're voted number one here and there? Well, guess what? You have to stay that way. And every time you bring somebody in, they're going to tend to change things from what you have successfully put in place. So you've got to watch that. Back over to you, Jackie. Yeah, I think you absolutely do have to watch that. And, you know, again, it has to do with are you bringing in a manager? Are you trying something new because it's going to it's going to cause your business to move on? Or are you doing this, you know, new acquisition, this new strategy, this new approach or bringing in this new person to add on? Remember, every successful business should be continuing to add on to their success, not move on from it, but add on to it. So what are you going to do every month, every quarter to turn up the volume on what has helped you succeed to date? Because one of the things that we know about long-term success, and I'm not talking about a quarter that's good, another quarter that's a little bit better, a little dip. I'm talking about long-term success. One of the things that we know is you can never rest on yesterday's headline. You can't rest on yesterday's service uh, numbers. You can't rest on yesterday's, you know, profitability. You have to always be saying to everybody, as, our, as one of the iconic leaders we studied, study. Jimmy Blanchard of Synovus Financial was famous for saying, great today, but better tomorrow. So as a leader, as a manager, as an entrepreneur, what are you doing to rally your people and say, you know, okay, maybe you didn't have a great day. Maybe look at a little, let's draw attention to Bruce Bochy at this one. Okay. So we lost this game. We sucked, but that doesn't mean you suck. That means that the game wasn't what we wanted it to be, but tomorrow is a new day. What we have to do is we have to learn, we have to let it go, and we have to move on and not repeat. So true, so true. And you know, it makes me think of one day years ago, I I watched this commercial in awe, in horror, in shock. It was by Michael Jordan, and he said plainly as I heard it, he lost more games than he won. 
he missed more baskets than he made. And yet he had won six or so NBA championships at the time. And he was hailed as the greatest basketball player of all time. The greatest. Yet he said right there, he lost more than he won. And it was like, what? What? That right. shows that a champion doesn't necessarily, doesn't mean you win every game. And Bruce Bochy, and I, I have not read your book yet on that, and I will, but he obviously just didn't give up from losing a game. He figured out what he had to do to keep winning the ones that counted. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and one of the things that he's really gifted at is reminding the players of the fact that what's gotten them to the time in the season where they are, you know, up for the world championship for the world series is he said, look, you know what? You have swagger, you know, never say die. Find a way to be disciplined. Find a way to be accountable. Find a way to be somewhat unpredictable to the team that we're up against. And when we do those things, when we come onto the field having done our homework, having we've got a golden retriever at this point. And I'll tell you what Romeo does. When Romeo jumps in our pool and he then gets out of the pool, the very first thing that dog does is shakes off all the water and lets it go. Boach says to his team, if we lost a game today, we've got to shake that off and step onto the field with our own kind of swagger and never say die and know that we have raw talent and we've got a team collaborative spirit. We got the blind side of every other player on the field. We are unified and we are forced to be reckoned with. What if every entrepreneur, after losing a gig, or every entrepreneur, after losing a bid, they rallied their team and they said, what can we learn from this? What can we let go of? What can we do different next time? And how do we walk into the next deal with swagger? Not with shame, but with swagger. I absolutely love that. Great, great points. And I'm going to ask you another question about this, but just to make sure, did we finish the eight elements of chemistry that we talked about? Did you list them all out? This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, Jackie shares more insights and her contact info. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hi, Tony here with a quick word about getting you discovered. Do you want a lot of people checking out your sales page, your branding page, your podcast? Like many people, are you just trying to do it all yourself? Or maybe get by with a virtual assistant or two? Are you taking webinars, seminars, and workshops to learn how to grow your social media and how to bring visitors to your site? Or are you downloading free ebooks, buying books, buying classes, doing this and that just to learn how to get more sales, more people, more exposure? We all do. And it isn't all that it's cracked up to be for some, is it? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It takes a lot of training. I've written books on this and I'm helping others get a lot of visitors to their web pages and podcasts. And I mean thousands and thousands every month. Check it out. Go to TonyDierso.com slash grow. That's Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash 
G-R-O-W, TonyDierso.com slash grow and get discovered. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel do you believe that being fit is difficult do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym it doesn't tune into have it all with devin alexander devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality tune in every wednesday at 9 a.m pacific time and 12 noon eastern time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight. Today's show is with Jackie Freiberg, best-selling author and speaker. Jackie loves to work with leaders and people who are into making a difference. Leaders who believe they have the power to change themselves, transform their businesses, and even revolutionize their industries. She follows, writes, and talks about leaders who inspire the impossible and cool companies that give people the freedom to what if, drive innovations, and accomplish things worth bragging about. And now, back to the chat. There are certainly more. We've, we've also got, you know, Giant Heart. Every one of the, I'll just list them, but then... Maybe this will give people a desire to kind of read the book. But number one is Giant DNA, which is creating a championship culture. How do you do that? Number two is Giant Fit. How do you actually target the right talent, the right stuff? Number three is Giant Expectations, leading, coaching, and connecting. Number four is Giant Spirit. How do you play? How do you create a team that has service over self-interest that we let go of arrogance and ego? Uh, Number five is giant resilience, which speaks to what we just talked about, shaking it off, never saying die. 
Number six is giant perspective, which is really going into, you know, for a business person's mindset, going into every meeting, going into every client interaction, going into any, you know, customer experience, being hungry, being grounded and being extremely focused in what you know you can do to add value and make a difference. And then number seven is giant swagger, which we just talked about. It's the guts to be disciplined, to be accountable, and to, in essence, be unpredictable because that's what creates the shock value. That's what surprises your opponent. And then um, number eight is giant heart. So it's inspiring a place and an attitude and a state of mind where people want to work, want to play at their best performance. And then finally, giant reach, which speaks to what we started with, Tony, and that is it's bigger than baseball, business, and money. So it's bigger than business and profit. It's about cause, mission, making a difference, and contributing to a calling. One of the things that I think is important to note at this point is every single player for the San Francisco Giants, every single member of the club, so even the people who own, the people who manage, the people who you know push the PR, the people who manage the fan base, one of the things that every single Giant knows is that they are not playing baseball. They are playing for fans. And they are playing to create an experience that will, that will cause the fan base to go, wow, when I, when I hang with the Giants, when I watch the Giants, when I'm a part of the Giants community and club, my life is better. Wouldn't it be cool if every entrepreneur, every business said, you know, we want our people to realize that when we're doing business, you know, it's not just about a transaction. We're about enriching the lives of the people that we get to do business with. That's transformational. That's not transactional. I love it. Great points. Thank you for sharing all of them with us. And can people get this book on Amazon? How do they get your book, Butchy Ball, first of all? Yes, they can They can actually learn a little bit more about Bochi Ball by going to bochiball.com. And the fun thing about that website is, you know, it will send you directly to Amazon to buy the book. But you can actually click on the, the Team Chemistry link, and you could do your own quiz online to find out if your team has, if your business has great team chemistry or not. And it will shoot you some feedback that says, this is where you are on the team chemistry um, scale. So that's a fun one. All of our books are available um, on Amazon or else they're available at our website, with it, which is frybirds.com. Very cool. So for the audience, it's Butchy Ball, B-O-C-H-Y-B-A-L-L.com. Is that right? That's right. That's for Bochi Ball. And then for anything else related to, you know, the other books, it would be Freiburgs.com. Which is F, as in Frank, F-R-E-I-B, as in boy, B-E-R-G-S.com. F-R-E-I-B-E-R-G-S.com. Is that right? Perfect. Thank you. Oh, great. Very good. Thank you. And I wanted to ask you something, and I've been keeping it in my mind all this time because you talked about something that I thought was amazing. You talked about business leaders being humble, being hungry, really wanting it. And we've talked a little bit about this, and maybe this is a little bit more of something we talked, or maybe this opens up a new door. But I'd love to talk about that in terms of instilling that in a team and, heck, creating a really great culture with them. You know, we love to talk about the fact that, you know, every really gutsy 
every gifted leader exercises what we call confident humility. And, you know, that's almost not that I'm a, you know, a, a soft, you know, um, new agey person, but it's, uh, it's the yin and yang of leadership in essence. And it means that it's, it's really important to be confident in what you know, but it's also really important to be humble in what you don't. So we have, um, there's actually a piece in, in Bochy Ball that speaks to how Bruce has spoken to his team about really engaging in confident humility on the field. Um, but, you know, just as an example, Confidence makes you believable. People want to know that you have credibility and that they can believe what you're saying. But humility actually makes you approachable and teachable, right? So how do you create a fine line between that person who, who people are confident in listening to, but also that very same person who's easy to approach and also is interested and eager and learning from you? I mean, I don't know about you, Tony, but I've been at countless executive, um, you know, VIP functions. And you know the arrogant executives or VIPs versus the confident, humble ones, because the confident, humble ones will engage in a conversation. They'll engage in eye contact. Look, the eyes are the window to the soul, right? That's how you truly get to know someone. The arrogant, sometimes even insecure VIPs are people that are looking over your shoulder as you're having a conversation with them because they're interested in who's the biggest name in the house and they'd rather talk to them than talk to you. Every really great leader that we have met has never, ever made me feel like I was lesser than anybody else in that room. Think about that. What kind of leader are you? Are you making people feel bigger or are you making people feel lesser in your presence? Confident humility makes people feel bigger in your presence. I love it. I love it. And I firmly believe that that quality grows a business and keeps growing it and keeps it on its path to success. That's my personal belief that that is so key. That is a great point that you've isolated there, Jackie. Thank you for that. Yeah. And Absolutely. I, yep. And I've got to mention to the audience as well, you have eight books now, I believe. And what I love, everyone, check this out. The titles, the titles are, they're riveting and they are immediately engaging. Listen to some of these titles, folks. Cause, Nanovation, Boom, Guts, Nuts. <laughs> I love it. These are great titles. Very brilliant in Thank your marketing you. to come up with them. Absolutely. And we're, if there was anything you wanted to say about what these books are as a whole, if you, and also if you have any classes or courses or teachings on them, please let us know. Well, I would say that every single one of these books is really um, founded and grounded in the mission that I shared with you a little bit, a little bit ago. And that is they all unpack in their own way what it means and what it takes to create a great place, so a great business with a great culture where the best people can do their best work because they want to, not because they have to. And then in doing those things, they're able to make a mark in the world. And so we've unpacked, you know, that in a variety of different scenarios through a variety of different leaders, through a variety of different corporate cultures. Um, and really our goal is to 
the bottom line here is, is our goal is whether you're, you know, a big conglomerate, whether you're a, an entrepreneur, small, medium, we really want to help people live epic lives and do epic work. And that's really what we're all called to do. And when we put our heads on the pillow at the end of the night and know that we helped other people do that too, then guess what? It's all good. I absolutely love it. And it's such great advice. And you know, for anyone out there that wants to start a business or improve a business or grow your own business, please go to Freiburg's, that's with an S, Freiburg's.com and check out this information. And then I believe you have links on your site that will take people to Amazon to actually buy your books. Is that right, Jackie? Yeah. Yeah, we've got a bookstore on our site and or else they can go directly to Amazon. You know people on Amazon. Who doesn't love Amazon these days? Uh, I'm raising my hand. I've I've been sold. They're they're quite amazing. And I've watched their I've watched their meteoric rise year after year. It's just incredible. All right. Well, we've had so much fun here, Jackie. I just loved it. And I want to make sure that, of course, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, they can reach you through your website. Yes, absolutely. Well, great, great, great. Such an amazing interview with Jackie Freiberg, best-selling author and speaker and extremely intuitive on business sense. Very savvy. Maybe that'll be the title of one of your books in the future. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. Pardon? Won't be the first time you've planted a seed with one of your guests and then you hear it come to life later. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's funny. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with us, Jackie. I absolutely love it. And please, when you have another book or great update, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you back on. Will do. Thank you, Tony. This has been fun. Great. And to our Spotlight audience, thanks again. It's our honor to have you listen. All right. Keep your focus on success, and I'll see you next on The Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.